Hello, good morning. Welcome to Hour of Destiny Daily Devotional and Spiritual Breakfast with Reverend Mike Eniola. Welcome to Thursday, the fifth day of the fifth month, year 2022. Five, five means double grace. I want you to, I want you to agree with me this morning as I pray prophetic prayer for you and you say amen. Today is double grace. Today is five, five in, our, in the month of supernatural grace. I pray that the grace of God Almighty will do the impossible in your life. The hand of the Almighty God will bring to pass every of your heart desires today in Jesus' name. Wherever you are, I want you to say this prayer after I say, Father, please let me not use my hand to bring, on, to bring destruction to my life. Let me not use my hand to bring myself down. In the name of Jesus, Lord, please let, not me, let me not use my hand to bring destruction to my life and family. Beloved, I want you to pray that prayer by yourself, that in the name that is above every other name, that you will not use your hand to bring problem upon your life, that you will not use your hand to pull down what God has helped you to build over the years. There are a good number of people hearing me this morning. What you are suffering, what is going on, what is happening in your life, in your marriage, your career today, is not as a result of attack by witches and wizards. You brought them upon yourself. But I'm praying that the mercy of God Almighty will overrule every decision taken against you from the pit of hell in Jesus' name. So I pray that today being 5-5-2022, the mercy of God will locate you and God will solve every problem confronting your life and situation confronting your home. In Jesus' name, as we all go out today in peace, I pray that you will return in peace. In Jesus' name, everyone that have been ordained and destined by the devil to have accident or to die or to be kidnapped or for any evil whatsoever to happen today, by the mandate of the Lord, I cancel it and I say no. In Jesus' name, I decree into somebody's life today that mercy will open every closed doors in your life in jesus name you are blessed and you are lifted beloved don't joke with this day 5 5 20 is a very great day and a very important day i want you to connect to this day connect to the frequency of this day by whatever means the lord laid in your heart and you will testify amen let me take a few testimonies about three or four and then we continue on the word of God that we, be st- we started sharing a few days ago. The first one said, Good day, Daddy and Good day, sir, Daddy and Yola. Please share my testimony. My name is Soso Person from Abuja. I am a listener of the morning devotion. And whenever you pray, I always keen to it. On the first day of May 2022, God gave us a gift. My wife delivered a baby boy. We only spent a few hours in the hospital. I hereby come to return all glory back to God for this bundle of joy. And I pray that His grace will continue to be with you and you will continue to be a blessing to us all. In Jesus' name, amen. I say congratulations. Uh, I say welcome to this world, baby. You will not suffer. The, the, the mercy of God will prevail over your life. Congratulations to the family. Another testimony. This one said, good morning, sir, Reverend Nola. My name is also person from Sapele in Delta State. On the 21st of April, you prayed against messengers of death 
and also cancel whatever the devil had planned to use to take to take away our two legs. I claimed the prayers, and after which I went out for my business that Thursday morning. The tricycle I boarded entered suddenly, and that I entered suddenly stopped at the middle of the road. While the driver, while the driver was trying to start it, unknown to us that a, a truck, 911 truck, was coming behind us. We were hit off the road by the truck. The truck driver came down and it was like, this is the finger of God in action. I want to really thank the God of Reverend Ella for delivering me from that accident because we came out from the tricycle without any injury. And this can only be God. Pastor, God bless and keep you and your family and more grace. Amen. What a great deliverance. Let me take the last one for today. Good morning, sir, man of God. The God of our of destiny answer prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Daddy, God has paid our God paid our house rent yesterday. You remember when I told you about the rent and you said God will make way for me. Indeed, he made way. The rent has been paid. Thank you, sir, for all your prayers. God, may God continue to bless you and your family in Jesus' name. My name is Soso Person from Lagos State. Hallelujah. Praise God. We give God the glory for his great miracle and wonderful, marvelous things he is doing. Now let's continue on the teaching and the answers that we have been providing as regarding the issue of polygamy in a Christian home. By the grace of God, we have been able to establish the fact that marrying more than two, marrying more than one wife is error for anybody who say he is a Christian or as a woman marrying somebody. I've counseled a lot of ladies on this platform that it is better you remain unmarried than for you to go and marry to somebody who already have a wife. You will be breaking another person's home and that will be an error on your part. So I answer part, I answer the part A of the question yesterday about somebody, what of somebody who, uh, who before getting converted, before coming to the Lord, had married more than one wife. What should that person do? I answered the A part of, ye- of it yesterday. Now let's go to the B part of it today. If you have married more than one wife, when you were unbeliever, or when you have not known Jesus fully, but now you are now a Christian, you are a born-again Christian, what should I do? There is something that is called restitution. There's something that is called restitution. Restitution means setting the record right on do what you have done in error, reverting back to the to, to the status quo. Doing or no doing, I mean putting the error aside. Maybe you are, for instance, somebody who had married two wives or three wives when you were an unbeliever. Now you are a Christian. I will give us two examples. I knew a retired commissioner of police. He's gone now to God. He has gone to be with the Lord in glory. Before he became fully Christian, he had been a church person all his life. But towards the end of his life, while while in, in uniform, he met with the Lord and he was having two wives. Then the moment he met with the Lord, he decided that the second wife should stay away. That was restitution. Many people today, we not want to do that. You can't continue to live in the same house under the same roof with the numerous wives you say you have. 
if truly you have given your life to Jesus. Somebody said, what about the children? There is no doubt about it. The children are yours, but the wives are not yours. I want to read the book of Luke chapter 19. The book of Luke chapter 19, I'm reading the story of Zacchaeus. Luke chapter 19, reading from verse 1. The Bible says, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to, to see Jesus, who he was, and all the rest. Now, when Jesus entered into the house of Zacchaeus, look at what Zacchaeus said in verse 8. Luke chapter 19, verse 8. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto him, Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore to him fourfold. He said, look, without anybody telling me, I deliberately made up my mind to restitute. As you hear me this morning, sir, you need to do restitution of your marriage. As you hear me this morning, sir, you, I mean, ma, you need to do restitution of your marriage for the sake of heaven. Let me give us another example. There was this man who before meeting with the Lord, before his conversion, he was having four wives. I knew one of the wives. I think the, the, the mama that I knew, she's, she's late now. I think she was the third wife. So this man married them, the first wife up to the number four. And along the line, he became a Christian. He saw the light of the gospel. He gave his life to Christ. And he became, he was no longer comfortable living with those wives under the roof of his house, under his roof. And so one day he called for a meeting. He told the first wife to sit separate and the remaining three wives, they, all of them had children for him. You know, he now sat down and began to, he went to the Bible that he wanted to do a restitution. And he told them what it meant. He told the three wives, he pleaded, he knelt down before them that he was sorry to have wasted their time. It was not biblically, Right, it was not biblically right for him to have kept them in his house as wife, even though he paid their dowries, but that he did all that in error. One of them, the mama that I knew very well, knelt down and pleaded, Say, What do you mean? The man said, You will all have to go. I want to do restitution. This mama pleaded because she had only one child then, a daughter. So, okay, please, even though you asked us to go. Let me give back to one more child so that my child will not be what Yoruba will call omeleticum. Let me have another assist so that my children can be two here. The man said, no, from now that I have known Christ, there can never be any conjugal relationship between me and the three of you. And what, what, what will be the benefit keeping you all in my house without having anything to do with you? He told them to pick whatever they want to pick and they should leave. That was how he did the restitution without anybody forcing him to do it. And shortly after that, the call of God came upon his life. He ended up being a pastor. As we hear me this morning, it may be very hard. It may, be, it may sound so hard to you. Consider restitution. I said it yesterday. You may, they may allow you, you, may, you may be allowed to stay without doing any work, without, even in some churches, you can't take the communion. But why don't? But restitution is biblical. If you have married more than one wife, you they may have stopped giving birth to children, but you need to restitute. And if you are a woman, 
you are a second wife where you are, whether you are a second wife, you are, but in as much as you are not the first wife of that man, you are not biblically married to him. You are a concubine as far as God is concerned, and God will want you to put that aside. God told Abraham, when there was crisis in the land, in the home of Abraham, God said, look, that woman, that strange woman, that a guy, you, I mean, you just have to let her go. Even though it was Sarah who initiated it, Sarah said, this lady must leave. And Abraham took the matter to God. Lord, hear what my wife is saying. The Lord said to Abraham, your wife is right. That is restitution. The issue of marriage, it is as serious as that. Do, do, do whatever you know is right to do in your marriage. I will still speak more tomorrow. The issue of marriage is so deep than something that we can just treat on the surface. But since many people are asking questions, many people are asking questions, that is why I am answering it this way. If you are considering marrying another wife as a man, after you have married one, and you, it don't matter the excuse. Somebody sent me a message and said, Reverend Ella, God bless you for this teaching. I've been having issue with my husband. And anytime my wife, my husband has been threatening to marry another wife, telling me that King, King Solomon is his role model for marrying many wives. And I said, that was a bad one. You don't copy, you don't copy what is bad. Learn how to do good. We'll continue speaking on this tomorrow. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the God of heaven give us the grace to do what is right and to stand by it. God bless you. Have a positive and a great day. Amen.